My little brother's friends have been camped out at our place for two days straight. Three. It's because of the Xfinity 10G network. Internet that can handle a house full of screens at once, with like basically no interruptions. And it's only getting faster. When I was their age, internet like this was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Please go home. Introducing the next generation 10G network, only from Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Hey guys, it's Naylor. If you wanted another way to show your support for the LCR Media Podcast, I put together some merch just for the LCR Media Podcast. It's exclusive hoodies, stickers, and some other merchandise that you can check out in the show notes. You can also go on the YouTube channel at LCR and see the visuals underneath any video that you play. You can see exactly what this merchandise looks like. So go ahead and check that out if you want to show support for the show. I definitely appreciate you listening, leaving those five-star rating reviews, and additionally, maybe picking up some gear. Thanks, guys. Here we go. Well, thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR, Naylor Taliaferro. And on this episode, we're going to listen in to one of the Get to Know the Pro episodes from Season 1, actually. Uh, it's the last episode uh, from Season 1, so it's the grand finale, if you will. Um, and you can check out the full episode. That's, you can see the visuals, the full video um, on my YouTube channel at LCR, or you can obviously check the show notes. The, the link will be there, of course. You can check out the full playlist for all of the episodes for season one and the link for the playlist for season two, Get to Know the Pro 2.0. So basically this series, uh, these, these two seasons were, were uh, a series that I put together where I went, traveled the country. Uh, I did meet with a lot of local folks in my area, but I also then traveled the country got some sponsorship from Echo Means Business so that I could do that and I could uh, expand the series and get more perspectives from different size companies, whether it be small solo operations to multiple crew million dollar companies uh, and really spend the day with them, a day in the life, if you will, with the lawn, lawn and landscape business owner and see what their day-to-day operations look like, their setup, their their crew, if they have any, uh, their shop and so on, and just take me through their day, you know, with a lot of Q&A and just pick their brain so that I could learn myself for my own business as well as to share it with the community uh, so that hopefully you guys can grow. So if you want to see all the episodes, definitely check that out. Like I said, the link's in the show notes or just go directly on YouTube and type in Lawn Care Rookie or LCR and uh, you can pull my channel up that way, and you can go on the playlist for Get to Know the Pro, Season 1 and Season 2. This one's from Season 1. It's the final episode, and this one is with Eric Triplett, the Pond Digger. I actually went out to California, so this was an epic trip and an epic episode. Uh, I've gotten to know Eric Triplett over the years through social media, um, and he is a great guy. Even though he is not directly in our industry, like he doesn't mow lawns or do landscaping per se, but he definitely does a lot of construction very similar to landscaping because he's designing backyard water features. You know, he's designing ponds from little ponds to huge proportion, huge like uh, size 
projects. I mean, he took me to one property that's now a wedding venue for a good friend of his that he's developed over the years. And it's it's like a, an oasis, like something you would find at like some five-star resort. Um, and it just started out with like a hole in the ground and a couple of rocks that was supposed to be like a, a drain pond or something like that. I don't remember all the details, um, the specifics, uh, you know, terms for everything. You have to watch the video to, to get all that. Um, and he talks about a little bit about that on this episode. But basically, but he turned it into this huge epic thing with waterfalls and aquatics and aquatic plants and, and aquatic life and fish and just it's just a beautiful thing. And like he talks about in this episode, it really changes your whole mood, your whole perspective. Like you can come home after a bad day and just go to your backyard or wherever you have this aquatic feature. Maybe you have it in your front yard or something like on the, if you have a small one, like off to the side of your house or something um, in your, you know, flower beds and whatnot, or you have a big one in the back. Either way, you go back there, you see it, you see the fish, you hear the water, falling and it just it's kind of like that whole peace and tranquility uh theme right and it's it just it's just kind of it's calming it makes you feel better it looks beautiful it sounds beautiful um and it's just one of those things that really really beautifies your your house you know your and your life to a certain extent so he's very passionate about it uh you know i'm not going to steal the thunder away from him he you can tell you can hear it in his voice see it in his face on the video and you know he he always loved aquatics as a little kid and he grew up and turned it into this huge multi-million dollar business of building, designing and building ponds for everyone over in uh, the state of California. He travels, you know, all over uh, to do quotes for people and he fixes uh, existing ponds and water features for people as well. So he's just kind of like the go-to person um, for anything aquatic, you know, and, and ponds and, and water features specifically and, 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 uh, animal life, you know, plants and, um, fish. And he has a farm, a ranch out there, uh, not a farm. He has a ranch out there in California with many animals like horses and pigs and chickens and all kinds of stuff. And, and he invites the community to come there and learn about the different animals and ride the horses. And just really, it's all about education and community and He's just a really great guy, and he is super passionate about a lot of things in life. I think he's just passionate about life in general, um, and you know, definitely passionate about ponds. So that's why they call him the Pond Digger. So he's got a lot of great tips as well to share. I mean, the, his life and how he got involved in ponds is is huge and inspirational. Then he also talks about you know how if you want to get into ponds, you want to start building ponds because I know a lot of landscapers that. Uh, branch off onto other things or lawn guys that branch into landscaping and then branch into this and that. I mean, you can go so many different ways. You can start building patios. You can start building ponds. You can build pools. You can do all kinds of construction, you know, design, build work in the lawn and landscape industry, you know, and he just focuses on the pond building water feature aspect of it. Uh, And if you want to get into that, you know, you obviously can start off small, work your way up. So he talks a lot about that. So without further ado, I don't want to steal the thunder away from Eric Triplet the Pond Digger. Let's go ahead and listen in. You're going to enjoy this great episode. What's the backstory between how Eric became the Pond Digger? Take us, take us down that road. 
or that journey. You only want this to be journey. 20 minutes though, right? <laughs> it took me 20 years. The backstory, I was um, heavily into aquatics, like fish tanks and African cichlids to be specific. But what did you do before that? I was a, I was a carpenter. Okay. I, right out of high school, I got into construction. Okay. And, you know, construction running crews was like a part of my life when right. I like, was growing up. So somewhat of an easier transition with that. Right. But then I... I uh, decided that I wanted to be in aquatics. You know, it's crazy because it seems cliche because like everyone's like, today, like, you got to do what you love. But I, somehow, intrinsically, I just figured that out at a young age. Early 20s, I was like, I don't want to be 50, which I am this year. I don't want to be 50 years old and like, um, you know, on a roof, swinging a hammer, you know, running a nail gun. I just, I did, I just couldn't see myself at 50 doing that. And I was like, I am going to pursue um, my passion of, of aquatics. Aquariums at that time, uh, I dabbled in ponds in my early 20s, but okay. uh, it wasn't until, you know, a little bit later I really took a splash into into ponds. So, but you know, what's funny is because I, I started out, I was underwater fantasies and I was exotic aquatics and I was exotic waterscapes and like these changing of, of brands and business names. And then I bought... Uh, I bought a big four-wheel drive truck, and uh, one of my good, good friends for a long, long time said, you, you kind of look like the grave digger with that truck. Maybe we should call you the pond digger. And I was like, what? What did you call me? <laughs> and it was like it was like a real cool go. moment. Yeah, The star was born. Yeah, so he, <laughs> he, he coined me the pond digger. I didn't come up with that. Well, that's awesome. But that, that is the business name, right? The uh -huh. pond digger. The pond and digger, all yeah. of your social media platforms, the pond digger and yep. all that. Yeah. How did um how did so Helix is another another name in the industry um, mm -hmm. that's also one of your brands right yeah how did yeah. that come about I uh, that that was an I'm an accidental manufacturer that's what I consider myself an accidental manufacturer I um, I'll take you back 20 years ago when I was in aquatics in my yeah. early 20s I have one of my really good friends who I'm still friends with today we would have these arguments not necessarily arguments but like these heated little conversations of, of the best ways to clean uh, the aquarium or the best way to do biological filters and so on and so forth. We, we would have all these um, topics, you know, sometimes for hours about the best way to do biological filtration on, a, on an aquarium or what have you. And uh, one day, you know, like about in 2010, 2011, I went through that process in my head of all the equipment that I used in the industry. Like I got serious about it. Back then it was just like fun and we were just playing around, but I was like, there's something serious about this. And then I, it was weird. I wrote all these things down about, um, about skimmers of the pond skimmer helix pond skimmers as my patent but i wrote down all these things i liked about all the skimmers on the market every single skimmer on the market i had them all listed out and everything i hated about the other you know other right. sides are like the pros and cons right. and i had them all written out and i um i was just like sitting there staring at this paper and i went to bed and i had a dream about the helix pond skimmer like i figured it out in my sleep what what i wanted to do and i woke up like I got it. You know, I got goosebumps telling you this right now wow. because it was like, that's yeah. how it went down. Awesome. And it all comes back from like, just my passion is like what I love to do yeah. um, back from, you know, 25, 30 years ago. So what's bigger than for you right now from, from a, from a business standpond the helix, mm -hmm. uh, or the pond digger itself or are they uh, kind of related. They're all, they're all kind of, you know, everything's interwoven, you know, cause we have it's all under one umbrella. Yeah. The pond digger is our construction company and exotic waterscapes is our, is our, um, Design. wholesale wholesale business oh, gotcha. and retail online presence 
Okay. But the Pondinger is like the marketing piece for all of it together. And Helix was is just like the side light, side light thing, right? Right. And so I'm like, I'm kind of spread equally through all these, you know, spots of my business. So, you know, if something starts to sh- shrink a little bit, I go and put my energy there and it comes up. And it's so, you know, I think, I think Helix could be like probably bigger than everything combined if I went a hundred into it. Right. But, you know, I, I don't want to go a hundred into it. I, I told you, you like, I was you like a, all those things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm accidental manufacturer, right? That's like, right. It, it was total accident that happened. So I, I love all these other aspects. You know, I, it's, I often think about times where, like, I don't have to dig ponds anymore. I could just build equipment to make ponds, and I could probably never put a shovel in the ground again. But I, don't, I wouldn't be happy like that, you know? Like, I, I actually still really love the craft. Yeah. I like to put that shovel in the ground. Shovel, like, I, I never have to use a shovel again if I don't want to. I, I put that shovel in the ground because I care. You know, that's, that's what I... And that's that's your logo is that shovel in the yeah, ground, man. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. We're just we're trying to make a fun a fun experience for for kids. I mean the animals are for us, but it's a nice it's a nice attraction, you know, and then yeah. when people come they get to experience things like this. You wouldn't believe how many So people come here? Yeah. Like this is this is like an educational place. I mean this is an educational center for us. My my one of my, my goals is to just have a an interactive place where people can come and learn about ponds mm-hmm. and learn about animals. I had I had a, a client that came in this morning. I met her at nine AM straight up, had an appointment. It wasn't like I had to go to the store, open the doors and wait for everything. We're already here at the ranch, we're already feeding animals, we're already, you know, doing things like that. She comes in, had an appointment, three thousand dollar pond kit. It's like that makes your day pretty nice at nine a.m. Yeah. I still got the rest of the day to go, you know, on an interview with yeah. LCR Media. You know what I mean? <laughs> and not stress about it. Yeah, exactly. You just made some cash. Hey guys, it's LCR. Most of you know that I love me some sunglasses, right? I've been trying these Toro Eyewear polarized sunglasses this winter. Polarized sunglasses get rid of glare from driveways, vehicles, water, snow, and anywhere there's normally blinding glare. This is amplified over the winter seasons while we're outside working. I'm no scientist, but you guys know what I'm talking about. The sun is always more blinding in the winter. Anyway, normally polarized sunglasses bother me, but not these. So if you want to give them a try and save 15%, use code LONGCAREROOKIE by clicking the link in the show notes or going directly to their website, toroeyewear.com. Now that's Toro spelled T-O-R-O-E, eyewear. Not like Toro the Mowing Company. It's Toro Eyewear. Again, that's T-O-R-O-E, eyewear.com. So go ahead and check that out. Oh, and did I mention there's a lifetime replacement warranty? If you lose them or they get stolen, they replace them for real. So go ahead on their website and check it out. Again, that's toroeyewear.com. T-O-R-O-E eyewear.com. Do you want to save time and energy while increasing profits? Make your truck do the work with TruckMate. TruckMate attaches to any standard pickup truck hitch with no modifications. Remove the tailgate and turn your truck into a material dispensing monster. With the push of a button, you can pull material like mulch, stone, and topsoil from the truck bed and convey it in either direction directly into a wheelbarrow in seconds. Now you can have one man take one truck to knock out some of the small jobs in no time. The conveyor can also be removed 
remove from the tarp roll or allowing you to unload any material right onto the ground. This could be handy for dumping debris or firewood deliveries. TruckMate can pull more weight than even your truck can hold. Plus, you can still attach a plate-mounted hitch to pull a trailer if needed. Think of all the year-round uses for this truck attachment to make your business more productive and save your back in the process. This is perfect for small residential lawn and landscape businesses. Head over to mulchmateusa.com and save $400 on TruckMate with the promo code LCR. And of course, the link will be in the show notes. LCR not only uses the TruckMate, but he gives it his highest endorsement. Yeah. I still got the rest of the day to go, you know, on an interview with yeah. LCR Media, you know what I mean? <laughs> and not stress about it. Yeah, exactly. You just made some cash. So when I met Pat Casey, probably about a decade ago, uh, we started, you know, a working relationship. I would uh, use him for excavation. And then one day I came over here and he had this pond here, only there was nothing around it but dirt. It was just a hole and had these, you know, baseball-sized, softball-sized rocks in this giant circle around there. And I was like, oh my God, why don't we start putting some character stones around here and make this interesting? He's like, well, it's just an irrigation pond. I irrigate all my, my trees and stuff. I was like, we could still make it interesting. And then just like from there, it snowballed. We set three rocks and then we sent 10 rocks and then 12 rocks. And now he's got a beautiful wedding venue here and he makes money because the pond looks so cool. So it was a really fun uh, experience to watch it grow and develop. And we're still working here all the time. So the, it took about, I would say about three years for the pond to really get developed and everything. Cause when I, when we first got here, there was not a single plant in here. Again, just baseball sized rocks around the pond. So um, we started planting this organic edge, help, you know, balance the system out. Uh, we installed an active bog filter on the other side of the pond. I'll show you that in a minute. But we, we put these rocks out here. Remember I talked about illusions, you know, it's like, yeah. this is gonna be an interactive pond where people can hang out. And you should see this place on the 4th of July. We, it's a big old party. But um, you know, we put these these stepping stones out there, and just the feel of standing out on that rock. I mean, it's only 15 feet from here, but when you get out there, you feel like you're in the center of the pond. Uh, we'll probably put one more rock out there one of these days. So now that this natural edge has already grown in all the way down, it helps balance the pond, but it also helps balance like the fish the fish habitat in here. Because when we first got this place, he was throwing bass in here and bluegill, and then all of a sudden there's no bluegill, and there's only bass, and there were only catfish. But now that we have this natural edge done, we can stock the pond and then the ecosystem starts where you know the bluegill spawn every year and they become food source for the bass and the catfish and so on and so forth so you know planting the edge is super super important on a big pond like this so it's more to uh, there's more to a pond than just you know throwing water and rocks in there you have to find that ecological balance for it from aquatic plants to biological filters and so forth that's that's part of the fun of the whole thing is that constant constant growing and learning so this how long did this all take you obviously not you personally but the pond mm -hmm. Your company to put all this together. Yeah. But this project together, we've been working on it about five years. It's like just an ongoing process. It's not like the guy came up to me and was like, hey, let's, you know, I'll give you this much money, you know. Um, it's just been like a it's, a, it's a fun interactive thing that we get to do all the time. So it's about five years in the works and we 
we'll probably still be working on it in another five years. You know, this, this, is, is this like a typical job for you, or do you have more of like some like this is kind of like a lot of things that you do all in one? Yeah. But a lot of times, you I'm guessing you do like smaller sections of this for one person's yard or property, exactly. things like that. Exactly. It's almost like a showcase because uh, it did when we first started this. This was just an irrigation pond, but right. it turned into a wedding venue, and so it's really cool because you know it's kind of compartmentalized in certain areas of destination spot. Put a waterfall over here. Put a rock fountain over there. You know, right? And and so people can go. Oh, I can really see this in my yard. You know, put stepping stones across things. Put bridges, and so like all those different components. It's like they can see everything in this spot. Yeah. Do you show? Do you take customers here sometimes? Oh yeah. All do you the have time. like uh, consultations and stuff with them sometimes yeah. over here? All the time. This can definitely seem overwhelming and intimidating for someone that wants to get into building ponds. They want to mm -hmm. add that to their landscaping business. Yeah. I really, really want you to take uh, take a few minutes to kind of walk through the steps on like if they want to get to this level or they just yeah. want to start somewhere like wh wh where do they go like how, how do you get even get into most of the most of the professionals that I know that are doing it on a larger scale they all started smaller you know and even a big pond like this that you see it's, it's the same thought process you know like building a small pond you know there's right. ecological things you got to go and filtration and so forth but if you want to get into this I, my best recommendation is like do a feature in your backyard you know what I mean if you're if you're a pond guy and you don't have a pond in your backyard come on you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like if you really want to take a splash in the in the business of building ponds, put one in your backyard. Put one in your mom's backyard. Your mom's gonna be a great, you know, person to be right. like, oh my god, my son. You know, like yeah. you, you put it in mom's backyard or you know some relatives. If you have a uh, a friend or a family member that has a business, maybe you can put a small display out front. And the, the cool thing about this is when you do it that way, you're. you're um, you're getting photographs of your own displays. You know, it's it's kind of weird when you take a picture of someone else's pond and then you use it in your marketing pieces and go, hey, I can build this for you. And you're like, oh, when did you build that? Like, well, I never, I didn't build that one. Right. So if you if you, you you know, plus you graduate along the way, each pond you build, each water feature you build, you get a little bit better and a little bit better. So your portfolio grows. So if you start taking pictures of other people's ponds, but you're not to that skill set yet, you know, you're not really delivering. You know, you're over promising, right. under delivering. Right. We talked about. Yeah, that, you know. Yeah. So I think I think that that's the way to go. And um, I've helped a lot of guys get started in the business personally. Like, yeah, help, yeah. like give advice all the time. Call. Yeah. It, are they local or just people through all social over, media that no. connect with you? Like, how, how do they connect with you? I mean, for, from YouTube, from um, you know, or Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, all the all those platforms. People, you know. On my platforms, I'm always teaching Pond Pro Tips. Right. And so people come to learn and then they reach out and they ask me questions and then we develop relationships and all of a sudden, you know, right. they're sending me examples of what their logo might be, right. you know? Right. And I might go, oh, I love it. Or no, dude, that's not gonna work. You throw that one out, start over. So um, I've helped a lot of guys get started in that. In that. And gals. Right. Yeah. What, what are some resources, other, aside, in addition to you, what uh -huh. are some resources like that, that you had to rely on? Because there wasn't a Pond Digger when you started. Like what, yeah, what yeah. are some resources for these guys and girls? Well, um, you know, there's, a lot, there's a lot of Pond guys in the business now. Okay. You know, and, and are they as willing to share tips and tricks as yourself? Some of them are. Some of them are. Some of them are still kind of, you know, they pull back a little bit. But I think, I think Instagram's a great resource for, you know, doing hashtag and finding out like Ponds or disappearing waterfalls and Pond Contractor, you know, stuff like that and just start looking around and some guys will be more willing than others you know we have I have a network of helix contractors that you know are you know kind of all in my affiliates 
and we all like equally love to share and things like that. So, you know, that's a great way to go too. Okay. Yeah. There's, um, there's not much books. I mean, YouTube is, is probably one of the best resources as well. You know, you go to YouTube, type in pond construction, and now you're getting videos on how, how to do it, you know, step-by-step yeah. step instructional stuff. You know, it's like, it's not like you're buying a book anymore. Right. You know? So what are some pitfalls that you want, that you would say to help people stay away from when they're first starting out? Some common things that people mess up, you know? Uh, the pitfalls, growing too fast is a little scary. I've seen I've seen contractors try and grow too fast, mm -hmm. buy too much equipment, too much trucks, take on too much overhead. That's something that they should definitely look into, be careful of. Um, I think that a lot of times if they don't really understand their numbers or if they don't understand the bidding process, I have a lot of contractors still to this date that they've been doing a long time. They come in and, and they just, they, they came up with a number that they thought was right for the pond. And they're like, hey, I got 7,000 to do this pond. And it sounds like a lot of money, right? And I'm like, dude, your pond kit's 5,000. Like, how are you gonna make money? You didn't even buy rock yet. Like, and so now they're trying to trim corners and stuff. So it's, it's really important to understand a bidding process. Tell us a little bit about the manufacturing side. So you were saying before you created the Helix product. Yeah. Where is that taking you? Man, it's been cool. It's it's helped us, you know, um, helped set us aside from you know the masses because we have our own little unique invent um, innovations. Yeah. And um, you know it's cool because now I have contractor support. We're supporting contractors across the country, and we are teaching our DIY clinics. Uh, we're heading to Vegas next week to do a DIY clinic, and uh, we'll probably be doing one in Northern California. We're doing them at our ranch, and so That's it's awesome. cool. I feel like we're just we're training the public, you know. And, and contractors want to learn too. We want to, we want the public. We want the public to be um, educated as well. The the Helix line um, has brought us to a new paradigm where like I, I want to take education to like a different level, and so that's why we created the DIY clinic. And then we're going to travel around and help people, and we're going to host a lot of stuff at our ranch. You know, we want our ranch to be like a, a training facility where people come and just learn about all the different things. Anyone, right? Like anyone, yeah, or contractors homeowners. or homeowners. Yeah, yeah. we. we we, are, we really want to focus a lot on homeowners because we want them educated. We want them to ask the contractors the right questions, right. and we want the contractors to be asking the homeowners the right questions. We want we want it to go better, together better, and then hopefully, pawns gone wrong just goes away. Right. That doesn't exist anymore. So is that kind of like a secret passion of yours to eliminate oh, these yeah. awful ponds? I yeah, mean, yeah, fish yeah. are suffering. So yeah. talk, talk about the fish. We haven't talked about that. I, I've noticed in your social media you have like a like a love and a passion for these koi fish, right? The passion started from my love for aquatic animals. You know, when I was a kid, having a newt in my bedroom at, you know, five, six years old, a little aquarium, 10 gallon, you know. Yeah. And, and it started from that, and then it went to, you know, going to the parks in Long Beach or El Dorado Park and, you know, playing around in the water and catching little mosquito fish and tadpoles and whatever I could get my hands on. So it all, it all kind of stemmed from that. And so I want that aquatic environment to be just perfect for the fish. Yeah. And when it's perfect for the fish, it's perfect for the people. Right. You know, I, I don't want the pond that's perfect for the person, but not good for the, the aquatic inhabitants. And th that's another reason that part of that whole, the, the Helix taking me to the educational process. You know, we're working, we just launched a podcast. The podcast is gonna be based on pond pro tips to teaching the public. So you're, you're asking me how, how people can learn. It's like, you know, I'm giving all these different outlets. Right, so people can reach out to you, the pond digger everywhere yeah. on social media. Everywhere. Pond digger, 
yeah. website. My website, people come through the there. website. A lot of times if you come through the website, you'll go through my staff, like it'll trickle down and get yeah. to me and my staff's dynamite at helping people out with the process, pond kits, teaching people, right. directing them to certain things, helping with their research. Um, so, and then, then I'm always out in the field, but I'm always checking on Instagram, trying to DM people back, answer questions, be supportive yeah. to whoever wants to get into the hobby and the business. Right. Yeah. Awesome, man. Thanks for letting me come out Dude, here. I'm so this, glad this you place came. is beautiful, and uh, I appreciate it. Yeah. Hopefully, we're going to help some people out. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Well, there you have it. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode and everything that Eric had to say. Um, you know, I spent a day, a, 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 I guess a full day up there. You know, I went up there, I believe on a Saturday morning and then I left Sunday afternoon. Um, there's the whole time change there. I'm from, uh, I'm in the Richmond, Virginia area. So all the way on the East coast time zone, he's on the far opposite, you know, end there, West coast in California. So that, that was a thing too, but I don't remember if I benefited from that or not, as far as time wise, like if I got an extra, you know, six hours, um, out of the trip, you know, to spend with him or if I lost six hours or whatever, you know what I mean? Um, but I definitely, it definitely affected my sleep for sure. I definitely was feeling that I was up super early because it was a totally different time for me. But, um, at any rate, uh, it, it was, it was an awesome experience to be there on his ranch and see everything and hear his story, um, and, and just hang out with him. You know, like I said, we became good friends over time. And, you know, at that point we, you know, we had already known each other from social media and, um, off and on phone calls and things like that. So it was great being able to, to, to go there and kind of bring it to life and, and see it in action, put it all together, um, and make a get to know the pro video. Uh, there's so much visual, um, aspect of, of the video. So this, this was just the snippets of him talking about the different key points. So definitely go ahead and check out the video because you're not going to want to miss it. I mean, it's, it's, it looks so beautiful. There's nothing, I said this to him too, at one point when we were there, there's nothing more rewarding and enjoyable than to film water features. It's just so easy to film. It just looks so beautiful. The water running, the rocks, the different uh, ponds types and sizes and the fish and the plants and the trees. And it's just the, the colors, the, everything is just, it just looks naturally beautiful. So you, you capture that on a camera or, or photographs and it just naturally looks beautiful. That's why it's a, that one place is a wedding venue now. So again, if you want to see what I'm talking about, definitely check out that episode of uh, Get to Know the Pro with Eric Triplett, the Pond Digger, um, uh, over on YouTube at LCR, or the link is in the description. And I will see you guys on the next one. Thanks for listening. This is Long Care Rookie signing off. Hey guys, before you head out, if you could do me a quick favor and go on the podcasting app that you're listening to this episode on and click follow or subscribe, it would mean a lot. Thanks. Mr. Producer here, and if you're enjoying Naylor's podcast, I recommend you head on over to his YouTube channel at LCR and see what else he's doing for the community and become a part of the LCR Media Network. Just click join next to the subscribe button and you'll have instant access to exclusive training videos, a private Facebook group to network with other members, and live streams with Naylor. You'll get access to every YouTube video before anybody else does, and you can even schedule Zoom one-on-one video calls with the Lawn Care Rookie and talk about anything you may need help with in your business, like best types of equipment, going part-time to full-time, how to get the best route density, finding your ideal clients, finding employees, or just anything else you need help with. 
Again, all of this exclusive access is for LCR Media Network members only. Just click join next to the subscribe button on the LCR YouTube channel and be a rookie for life. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.